0: Hello and welcome to Sound is Story, a podcast dedicated to educating wedding filmmakers in the world of sound. I'm Shannon and I'm here with Jack. Let's do this. Hello everyone and welcome back to Sound Story. This is episode two and today we thought that we would tackle um, the question of where to begin when it comes to sound. So we're going to give you five really simple uh, sort of tips and things that you can be doing today to up-level your audio game if you are relatively new to uh, sound for wedding films.
1: So um, tip number one, it all begins with the consultation call. So way before the wedding day, when the couple get in touch with you and they finally book that video call, this is where you can get the most information out of them and get a really good idea of what to expect on the wedding day and what you can do with your film. So what we do is we take as many notes as we can. Um, Shannon talks to them about all the way from like prep all the way to the end of the day and go through every little detail um, that may include Um, some sort of sound element or a music element or anything like that. Um, So, you know, ask them, um, why did they choose their venue? You know, is there anything that's characteristic about it? What drawn them to it? So you may be thinking, you know, if they love the gardens, like that could be a little element you put into the film. Or it could be... um, A
0: busy city yeah you know, they might really love London, for example, we're based here in the u k and a lot of our couples love London and we can say, "Well, well, why London?" and they mm-hmm. might say we uh, we love the you know the hustle and bustle of the streets, we love the nightlife, and it's being able to really note that down and know that this is something you can start creating in the edit,
1: yeah and also find about um, what's happening during the ceremony. Like there's a lot of people who are booking musicians now for mm-hmm. the ceremonies, you know, when they walk down the aisle or um, when the guests are coming in, like that's a chance for you to record that musician. If you know, the couple want to, um, who's doing any readings during the ceremony. Is there anything happening during the ceremony that is, you know, a part that is separate from their vows and the um, officiant that's hosting the ceremony. And you've a chance to record that as well. Um, And then obviously you can talk about how many people are doing speeches. Is it kind of a free roaming mic? Is it an open mic where there'll be a lot of people doing a speech? Or is there a set amount of people like the groom, the best man, father, bride or whatever like that? Um, And that's kind of where you should be sort of beginning. Would you Mm. agree?
0: Yeah, absolutely. I think, you know, um, something that's going to come up a lot, especially in our first episodes is um, dialogue is key. Uh, when it comes to you know buying equipment, what you want to do on the day, where your focus needs to be, we really do believe that dialogue is key. So if um, you don't know where to start with these calls, the the perfect place is ceremony and speeches. Mm-hmm. Who's talking? Who's doing a musical act? Um, are they? Do they have microphones? Where are you going to be stood? Like these are the things that are really, really going to be key to helping you on on a wedding day. Yeah, um, and as well with you knowing what to bring to a wedding as well, when it, when it comes to packing your kit. So just really, um, really delve deep, like don't be afraid to get the details out of them. Um, Especially even into the evening as well, when it comes to musicians bands, Um, sometimes they'll have a guest that wants to sing. Are they having a live musician for their first dance? Um, All these different things will really, really help and fireworks, like literally everything, like really try and get to know everything because these are all elements that you can be recording the sound for on the wedding day.
1: That's it, it's handed to you on a plate. Like mm. when you're thinking about sound for weddings, it's just what's happening on the day and there's your like sort of solid foundation of what you can include in your films. Mm-hmm. Um, but as Shannon was talking, dialogue is key, which actually nicely brings us to the next point. Mm. Um, it's kind of when... When you're thinking about the wedding day and you're thinking like, oh, what kit do I need? Like, do we need to bring something that would record musicians? Would I need to record the speeches? Do I need to plug into the PA system? All I would say is put all your effort into capturing the dialogue. So, and I'm not saying by specific kit here, but kind of what your budget allows. Would Mm. you agree? Yeah, yeah. So um we use uh, TASCAM DR05Xs as plant mics, but our main source of dialogue kit, if you want to call it that, mm. um is the TASCAM DR ten L's and we will put a LAV on, you know, as many people as we can. Yeah. Um it's just a real kind of fail-safe um system. So if if there's, you know, if they're using a handheld mic in the PA system, or if they're you know, wandering about the room and stuff like that, it's kind of, it's attached to them. So, Mm. you know, if they're doing anything, you're going to get that dialogue pretty cleanly Mm. um, without worrying about it, you know, falling off or not, you know, sort of picking it up as well. Um, But again, it's, it's like they're the two sort of pieces... I would recommend.
0: Yeah, definitely. That's it. I mean, you know, if you are if you really are starting out um and you're wondering where to begin when it comes to buying kit, um, you know, you can you obviously have your in camera audio, um, which we, we never really use, do we? Um no, it's, just it's just scratch just, audio yeah. really, isn't it? Um, and we we we'd sort of suggest to get an on camera mic as well. They're really nice, cheap, affordable um options for capturing Audio throughout your day, not just the speeches, but when it comes to ceremony and speeches, um, we really do recommend investing in, as Jack was saying, lav mics or plant mics. Um, it, it's just going to it's going to help you out at the end of the day as mm-hmm. well. Uh, I know that a lot of people like to attach microphones to um the microphone itself, when, when speeches are being used, this is something we'll go into and on another episode, but something that we, you know, we do want to focus on is that microphone can be put down. If that microphone stops working, if it's giving loads of feedback, sometimes people don't like using microphones. You've also got sort of, sorry to stereotype, but sort of older generation people that tend to put their mic all over the place. Sometimes it's near their mouth. Sometimes it's by their belly. It's like you're going to get a very um, sort of mixed up Recording, aren't you? Yeah. So for us, a lav mic, it stays in one place. They don't have to worry about it. They don't have to hold it. You don't have to worry about it being put down. So lav mics really are our go-to when it comes to dialogue. Mm-hmm. Um so hopefully that's helpful. Go and check out uh, the recommendations that Jack said. We'll also put links um in the in the show notes. Um and we do we do really recommend TASCAM as well. Um Jack's a, a lover of, of Tascam products.
1: You yeah. always have been, really. Yeah, yeah. It? it was the very beginning. The first recorder I ever bought was a uh, Tascam DR 60 something. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little while ago now. <laughs> so, um, But yeah, yeah, Tascam have always been my sort of go-tos. Um, they've never let me down. So I've got no no com- absolutely no complaints.
0: Awesome. So that brings us to point number three. Uh, which is communication, communication on the day. Communication really is key to uh, client experience and also your confidence with what you're doing on the day. Um, Jack, do you want to talk about this a little?
1: Yeah. Um, so from my background in TV, the the idea of when you're sort of in, pe- in people's spaces, um, you're not dealing with actors, you're not dealing with people who may have been in this situation before. You know, you're dealing with real strangers, um that don't really know what you're doing you may have communicated it with um your couple at you know in the consultation call but more likely like um, anybody else who's speaking that isn't them they don't know what you're doing so when you do come up to them it's just like hey how you doing like explain to them what you're going to do it's like oh i'm going to put um a microphone on you for your speech is that is that okay to begin with Mm -hmm. um and if they go no then you know that's kind of it, um, <laughs> but a little tip there would be to start recording before you approach them, so then you have that audio captured for them um, saying no. So then, if it does, you know, come come back to you in the edit and go, oh, did you not get this person's speech? They go, no. Um, they said we didn't want to wear a mic, and you've got proof of that. So mm. it's just a little fail little fail safe tip there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, most of them will be absolutely fine with it as long as you just say right well i've got this lav mic it's just going to go onto um your little lapel there and i'm going to put this recorder in your inside jacket like mm-hmm. what's inside your jacket it's usually the speech um yeah. like how you and then it just leads or sweets sometimes or sweets or phones or something like that but then that just leads <laughs> into the conversation of um like how are you feeling about your speech like are you nervous like have you done one before mm-hmm. um any tips like if you've got tips for the people doing a speech like just relax you know, don't speak too loudly. But while you're saying all of this, you're micing them up. So they're not even aware of what you're doing. So mm-hmm. you're putting the mic on, you put the jack, your recorder in the jacket pocket, you're tidying the wire, and then you just step back and they go. um, And they usually just go, all oh, right, so um, what do you need to do? It's like, I'm already done. Yeah. So it's kind of just, you know, build, building that relationship with the person who you're micing up. And just feeling sort of a a safe environment that you're not doing anything unprofessional.
0: Yeah, absolutely, and the same goes for any other kind of mic um, that you're going to be using. So, for example, if you're using a plant mic, ma- uh, pl- oh, a plant mic, sorry, um, you know, on a table during a speech. Um, sometimes I'll, if, if, for example, the uh, the bride is going to do a speech, and we obviously at that point don't really want to mic her up just before the speech is after she's eaten. So we'll put a plant mic in front of her on the table. Um, you know, don't just go over and slap a big microphone in front of her and, and leave. Explain what you doing have that communication with her and again as Jack was saying you can build that relationship ask how she's feeling are you are are you enjoying the day um are you nervous about your speech is there anything that that you need from us you know just keep that communication going um and also what I would also say in regards to communication is allowing your couple to know that this is stuff you're going to be doing on the day in that pre wedding call, like yep. we we love a bit of pre production. Pre production mm-hmm. is so important. We're going to do a whole episode on it. Um, but in that call, let your couple know that mics are going to get used, what mics are going to be used, who's going to be mic'd up, um, and asking them in advance, you know, do you think your dad, your brother, your sister, your best man, your maid of honor is going to be okay with this? Mm-hmm. Um, for the most part, we get a lot of oh yeah they're gonna they're gonna love that they'll feel like they're on tv yeah
1: whole experience
0: and this is what i mean by it's all about the client experience you know you're taking audio very seriously you're doing it properly you're you're doing it in a way that is exciting to them they're going to feel like movie stars because they get to have mics on and Mm -hmm. we we do we do find that like um Fathers of the Bride and Groom particularly really like being mic'd up as well because it feels a bit fancy. It's something that they won't have done before. Um, So just, yeah, just make sure there's loads of communication. Make sure they know what what you're doing and uh, you can't go wrong, really. Yeah, great point. Awesome. Um, so let's move on to point number four. Um, so this is about balancing all your levels in the sound edit. So I'll pass this one on. Yep. to Jack,
1: that's um, <laughs> we'll you get to that point in just a sec. But um, all I would say is as you get into uh, post production, mm. the, the best thing you could do in post production is to actually make sure the environment you are listening in is kind of suited for sound. So I'm not, I'm not saying you're going to need, um, big, you know, um, studio monitors or anything like that, but I would definitely recommend just not listening to it through your computer speakers or your Mm -hmm. laptop speakers. Um, they won't give you a true representation of actually what you're hearing. So if, if there is anything that you may need to remove kind of like noise wise, so, um, traffic, birds, you know, the chatting, those kind of things, it's like, you're not really going to hear them On laptop speakers i know they're improving every time they bring one out but definitely invest in a pair of headphones Mm -hmm. just to give you that bit more clarity and you get a better understanding of what you're actually hearing from what you've recorded on the day you know nothing too expensive like um a 40 pound pair of headphones are going to be much better than your laptop speakers or your computer speakers or computer speakers aren't that expensive anymore you know, um, you could probably get a great pair. Actually, I'll jump to the point. I bought a pair, the ones that I've just swapped out mm. um, from Amazon. It was a 2.1 system. So you get two um, satellites, they call it, that sit on the desk. And then the subwoofer underneath was 28 quid from Amazon. And I mixed all of our films from last year on those speakers. So totally recommend them. <laughs> I completely forgot I had them. Totally recommend them. They're called. Um, I think they're called Creative Bubble speakers or something like that um, totally worth getting them if not if you're like if you travel a lot and you want to be on the move just buy um, a pair of headphones the ones I've got on right now are called Beyerdynamic DT240 Pros they're the kind of um, studio smaller headphones and I've used these since 2018 I use these in my tv production um times they've never let me down they've been solid um, the only time they have broke is because I broke them. (laughs) (laughs) Um, They've been amazing. And I still use them today to mix on, to edit on. So yeah, um, biggest tip in post-production is your listening environment. Awesome. Um, Yeah, so buy headphones or if you're on a desktop, just buy some desktop speakers. It'll be totally worth the investment and it will actually be better for you in the edit.
0: Nice. Nice. That's a much better point than uh, what (laughs) what I was going to say. Yeah, that's great. Great advice.
1: Um, But then we'll jump to the mixing point. So my kind of when you're looking at your timeline and you're going, right, my levels are all over the place. Like my dialogue's really loud. My music's really quiet. You know, my sound effects are kind of in the middle, like where, what's the balance I should be going for? So in um, Final Cut that we use, I always try to balance everything from minus 12 to minus six. So music is kind of so dynamic that you want to kind of be in between minus 12 and minus six and then get your dialogue just a little louder than that so it is kind of um, reaching minus six so then the music isn't overpowering the dialogue i'll be doing a complete episode on this as well but just as we're starting out and talking about um the basics here that's kind of just the ballpark you want to be in Mm. and then your sound effects you kind of you just want to play them as you go i would say mm. it's like what do you want to be what do you want heard in mm. the certain section of your film you know is the music more powerful than the dialogue um is the dialogue kind of background chatter you know so it doesn't need to be louder than the music yeah um, and then if the obviously your sound effects can be transitions can be you know mm. adding emphasis on the scene that you're making
0: yeah i was just gonna say it's a, that that's kind of almost a uh what what your whatever your film style is will sort of dictate the sound effects. Would yeah. you say? You know, if you're more documentary, you might want things to be a bit more muted, and then if you're a bit more over the top, or if you want certain things to be more over the top, they'd be louder. So mm-hmm. I kind of I think that's sort of like a style choice in a way. Would you agree?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Like sound is perspective. Um, it's mm. it's your choice, but they're the general um, mixing levels I reach in our edits.
0: Awesome. Well, that was like a three point point, wasn't it? Yeah. You kind of did like like three bits of advice there.
1: Point four A, point four B, point four C. Yeah.
0: So you got loads of advice. So really just um, our final bit of advice was regarding music. And it's kind of like a very quick point, really, which is just invest in music libraries. Sorry. Uh, when we first started, we were trying to cut corners mm-hmm. and not spend too much money, which we all do. Um, and we we're trying to get music for free. We were trying to find like free music libraries. And then we went to cheap music libraries. And at the end of the day, once we invested in the more expensive libraries, our films just took on a life of their own. Mm-hmm. You know, the quality of the music on the paid subscriptions, it's 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 incredible. It's amazing. Um, and you can tell it completely changes the quality of the films that you make. Yep. Um, you'll be more inspired because you'll love the music. Your couples will feel more emotionally, um, attached to it because the music is better. Um, so yeah, like we're not going to name drop at the moment, but I'm sure you guys can go and have a look, um, at some music libraries, but, but definitely invest. It's such a good investment. Um, just, just do it just do, do it. it invest in music libraries
1: yeah all i would say is um it, it may have changed since then but as we were working with the sort of the lower priced uh music libraries we ran out of music mm. quite quickly yes um so you you kind of you invest in better music but you invest in more music yeah you know we've been using our subscription music bed for nearly two years now and we are still just at like the surface level of what is available.
0: Yeah. And it's constantly updated as well. Yeah. So, you know, I I found that with other subscriptions, um, we'd put out a film and like loads of other videographers were also using that song. Whereas, um, you know, with with a bigger library, it's less likely to happen. Mm -hmm. um, Unless obviously a song is absolutely like mint and everyone wants to use (laughs) it, which does happen. Um, But, you know, it's constantly being updated. There's so many genres. So, yeah. Definitely recommend that.
1: Amazing. Should we do a quick sum up?
0: Yes. Do you, am I doing that? <laughs> <laughs> I can do a sum up. Um, okay, so yeah, so five simple ways to up-level your audio today. Uh, so number one was pre-production. Make sure you're noting down everything you possibly can in your pre-wedding calls so, so that you, you can be prepared for the wedding day. Uh, point number two is invest in kit that allows you to record dialogue to the best of your ability um dialogue is key number three is uh communication just keeping that communication going with everyone that you're going to be micing up on the day number four was a load of points about editing <laughs> uh, getting your balance right invest in headphones and what was it the other one
1: um <laughs> you just threw through my so yeah so the point number four was just your listening environment yes
0: listening environment <laughs> um and then our final one is uh, number five invest in uh music libraries amazing so i hope that has been a helpful episode for you all and that you've enjoyed it um we have
1: absolutely um yeah. but thanks for tuning in um it's only episode two so there's a lot lot more to come yes um but it's been fun so far um take it easy guys thank you so much for listening And we'll see you next time.
0: Bye for now. Cue the music.